Hello, 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 and welcome to firstly 2022. Happy New Year! If you're listening to this, you've made it to 2022, and God willing, you'll continue to make it farther. Um, just wanted to take this moment to say thank the Lord for bringing us this far into this new year. Last year was um the year to remember for many reasons, good and bad, but hopefully there will be more positivity, goodness, grace, kindness, achievement, success, joy, love, and abundance for the new year that is upon us. And um, what better way to start the new year than to try and watch something inspirational? And um, I watched Olivia Coleman's feature in, I believe it's Maggie Gyllenhaal's directorial debut, The Lost Daughter. And um. It's two hours, it's on Netflix. And it was um I'll say it's a peculiar film, you know, just to get straight into it. It's this film about this woman who is in a fictional Greek island. Um, she works as a translator professor and um she's kind of mesmerized by this family who has come to visit the island. But um we don't really learn that much about her except in pockets and flashbacks. And I believe it's kind of a foreshadowing type film. So she's in her, what, she's 48. And um, she's just on this, seems like a solo trip writing. And um, she meets people on the island. So I guess the guy that she's renting the property from. Um, a guy who works for the cafe or the beach that is on like summer holiday from Dublin. And then we get this Greek family who, or this family who's holidaying in Greece at the very least, um, whose history we don't very well know because there's so many of them. But you soon come to learn that um, Leda becomes quite, I would say, obsessed with them in some way, uh, constantly watching them. Uh, there's a member of the family in particular called Nina that I now in hindsight realized she probably saw herself in um at first you know because of the name of the story the lost daughter I thought maybe Nina was her long lost daughter I presumed she would have a long lost daughter but from what unravels it's a metaphor of women or young girls feeling lost because Nina has a daughter and Nina's daughter goes missing on the beach for a while. And then Leda finds her. But Leda steals Nina's daughter's doll, baby doll. And that's also a daughter. So it's like, it kind of gives me the idea that there's a motif of motherhood that's being explored here. Different mums in different stages of their lives all having, I guess, doubts about their maternity, their ability to protect their children. We later find out that Leda abandoned her kids for three years, right? Um, And from the flashbacks we see of her kids, she doesn't seem like the most on the ball mother I won't say she wasn't a great mother because everything she's done I know every mother has done without a camera in her face but 
there's a deliberate showcase of her not being her best self when she is mothering and um she cheats on her husband and we later see that with Nina who is also cheating on her husband with this guy that she meets on the beach she also like we mentioned before lost her daughter on the beach so it just says it's, it's like an indictment on motherhood you know who's a good mother right um what do we expect from women right the film has a lot of focuses on language which i found quite intriguing um like i said it's a greek fictional island but it's actually named similar to an actual island on greece uh, it's like spot very similar but it's obviously not the same so i think it's kipoletsi or something like that but there's a, a real greek island called kipolet so it's, it's similar not the same um and there's a focus a lot on Italian. Uh, so she used to translate like Yates, Alden into Italian and um, other languages. So she's multilingual, let's say. And I think that that's a deliberate motif to say like, you know, how do we understand each other? How do we understand ourselves? I mean, from beginning to end, Olivia Coleman's character later comes across very morose, you know, sombre it's not a loud film by any means it's not it's barely a drama it's described as a wikipedia psychological drama emphasis on the psychological not so much on the drama it just seems it reminds me of um celine sayama um i read an article about her because she wrote um a film about also motherhood as well i think was it la petite maman something like that and um it has that similar premise of just investigating motherhood without there being any conflict, you know, um, in the excerpt I read from Celine Siama, she mentioned, like, why is it that whenever we write stories, people think that we're talking about a conflict, it's always about negotiation, why can't we just tell a story as it is, and there be no um, climax, and I, I got this impression in this film as well, that there was not supposed to be a climax. It felt like at times there was, but then something else would happen. And then you'd be like, huh? Wait, so where's the resolution? There is no resolution. It, it, It's not supposed to make this... sense of conflict, resolution, conclusion. It's just supposed to be... Um an account of a woman who's on holiday and is just memorialising her life through this stranger she doesn't know very well and um, but sees herself in to some extent, which is what we all do, really. Um, so it's very self-involved, it's very selfish. We don't really see any outer world beyond Leda and her life. So we see her husband, we see her kids, and we see how she perceives um, Nina. We see how she perceives Nina's uh, daughter. And we become curious, like, why is she she so concerned about this stranger she doesn't know? But it's that familiarity you strike when you see someone that reminds you of you. 
and most of us would just keep at a distance but maybe on holiday there is a sense of detachment that allows you to really lean in to that um difference so yeah i would i would encourage anybody to watch it um it's it's not an upbeat film uh, there is no resolution or conclusion really it's just it is what it is but it's always nice to get films that just account for not necessarily um hugely conflicting or dramatic actually it does I mean, it made me feel even like this was a bit of an investigation into menopause and somehow she would get really irritated and her mood would change very abruptly. And I'm like, this could either be mental health or it could be more menopause or it could be both. Um, she, you don't actually often see films of women who are on the older side and the story still be the focus on them. You know, this is a, a woman who, I mean, appears single, who is almost 50, um, we see her in pain, like, because something hit her. Like, she's not this young, um, sprightly, tall, slim woman. She's had two children. She's um, not the fastest. We, we see her body in its natural form. You know, it wasn't what you expect, I guess, from these films that just usually cover very skinny, young women. It was a nice, mature film that focused on the mature woman and her investigation into self, I would say. So I I enjoyed it. Um, It was the kind of background viewing that I think is really good for most people to just sit down and and think about. But um, I'm sure there are some amazing reviews about it that go deeper into the things I missed. I'll probably watch it again because it's always good to watch things twice. Um, even the Wikipedia doesn't say much about it. It's based on the book The Lost Daughter by Elena Ferrante. I believe um, Elena Ferrante actually there is no no one actually knows who Elena Ferrante is. Like it's just a pseudonym uh, for an Italian novelist, which might explain the tech, the connection to Italy. Um, but she herself later is from Leeds, right? But she moves to Cambridge and Boston, so she so she's like American, um, naturalized, and there's not that much focus on location. Like, in fact, besides the fact that they live in Greece for this holiday, um, even when they do do the excerpts back to Leda when she was a younger mother, I don't know where she is. Like, I don't know what country she's in, and I don't know if that confusion is deliberate for you to just see that this is like a very random event, or maybe I missed something, but um, it's it's a good story, like, it's good, um, so, yeah, I, I highly encourage people to watch it, and, um, yeah, hope you enjoyed this episode, and hopefully I'll come back with some more information after I've ever rewatched it, or read some stuff about it, so, like, Christian my knowledge, all right, thank you for listening, and take care, bye.